guys, my name is Alex, and you're listening to Small Change on the Thousand Movie Project Podcast. Last week, over the course of exactly seven days, I read the second out of Robert Caro's five-volume biography of Lyndon Baines Johnson, the 36th President of the United States. The book is called Means of Ascent, and it focuses mostly on two things that took precedence in Lyndon Johnson's life during the 1940s. How he acquired his great fortune while sitting as a congressman, and his stealing of an election in 1948 to become United States Senator of Texas. And after 424 pages of dense prose about the man, I've reached a verdict. The man, the man was an asshole. Did you ever hear about the fellow that's bending over holding his ankles, uh, the, the fellows that captured him tied his hands to his ankles, and uh, he was bending over holding his ankles, and the fellow came in, looked at him, kind of sized him up and started pulling his zipper down, and the fellow said, oh my God, he said, please don't do this for me, he said, oh, damn, I've got enough hell, and you see what they've done to me, and said, please, just... <laughs> have mercy on me. And the uh, looked at him and said, I'm afraid part of this just ain't your day. <laughs> so, that's, well, I, that's the way I feel about this as far as I'm concerned. This ain't my day. These were the four news stories that were trending at the top of CNN's homepage yesterday. Number one. Cinnabon is now selling its frosting by the pint. Number two. A Bob Ross Museum will soon be open to the public. Number three. Pepsi has revealed its first new bottle design in almost half a century. Number four. A burial complex outside of Cairo has been discovered, along with 40 perfectly preserved mummies. I looked at those four screen-encompassing headlines, and then I looked out my bedroom window toward Brickell Avenue and toward the ocean beyond it, and I said to myself, COVID who? I drive a two-door Honda Civic. I want to drive through the wind with my top down. But I don't have a convertible. I have a two-door Honda Civic. So I went out and I bought a chainsaw. Because like my grandfather used to say, to a man with a chainsaw, the world is a two-door Honda Civic. Yesterday I was walking to American Social at dusk and I saw a cat in somebody's driveway and it was looking at me. So I stopped and I crouched and I whistled at it and the cat didn't respond but in my periphery I noticed someone was moving. And when I looked to my right, I saw a woman standing there, standing beside her parked car at the curb, and she was looking at me like, like she was on the brink of violence, clearly enraged. And I said, no, I was, I was whistling at the cat. I was not whistling at you, I promise. And when I told her that, I saw her chest deflate and her shoulders kind of sank, and she smiled with this look of relief, like she was glad that she, she wasn't going to have to injure me. And as she chuckled, I chuckled too. And I said, yeah, that, wasn't, that was not a cat call, I promise. It wasn't until I started walking away, though, that I realized that technically, it was.
Uh, Mr. Hager? Yes, this is Joe Hager. Uh, Joe, uh, uh, is your father the one that uh, makes uh, clothes? Yes, sir. We're all together. Uh, you all made me some real lightweight slacks uh, uh, that he just made up on his own, sent to me three or four months ago. I want a couple, of, maybe three of the light brown, uh, kind of a almost powder color, like powder on a lady's face. Leave me at least a two and a half, three inches in the back where I can let them out or take them up. Now, the pockets, when you sit down in the chair, the knife and your money comes out, so I need it at least another inch in the pockets. Yeah. Now, another thing, the crotch down where your nuts hang is always a little too tight. So when you make them up, give me an inch that I can let out there uh, because they cut me. It's just like riding a, a wire fence. The Lyndon Johnson book was incredibly good. I'm glad, I'm glad I'd finally gotten around to it. It's been on my shelf since I was in college. But still, I'm not quite so interested in Lyndon Johnson himself as I am in his biographer, Robert Caro, who's been working on this series for about 40 years, and right now, in his mid-80s, has written 400 pages of the fifth and final volume, but he says it'll be another few years before he's done. In doing some online reading about Caro and about the Johnson biography, I learned that this particular volume, the one I just read, called Means of Ascent, it, it paints a particularly bad portrait of Johnson as, as a schemer, as a liar, as a tyrant, as an abusive husband. And the article went on to point out that because of that portraiture, the book has earned some heavy criticism from what the article referred to as, quote, Johnson purists. And I savored the label for a moment. Lyndon Johnson purists. While there can be no doubt that these purists are probably a meddlesome group, I have to say, it affords me no small pleasure to know that there exists in these United States, a faction of political enthusiasts who like their Johnson pure. There's a popular sex toy for men called the Fleshlight, and it's basically a synthetic vagina that's really soft on the inside and the body of it looks like a flashlight because you're only supposed to use it in the dark. The Fleshlight is not alive, but you're supposed to have sex with it anyways. This weekend I was telling my friend Mac over Skype that I'm reluctant to buy a Fleshlight because my friend recently got one from his wife, and he said that it was so incredible he had to set limits for himself, because otherwise the fleshlight would consume his weekend. F. Scott Fitzgerald once wrote of his alcoholism, saying that, first you take a drink, then the drink takes a drink, then the drink takes you. My understanding is that synthetic vaginas have a similar effect. You've been listening to the Thousand Movie Project podcast. If you like what you've heard, you can check out my ebook called My Three Repugnant Children. It's a collection of three short stories, three personal essays, and a handful of comics. It's available on Amazon for just a dollar. You can also find more podcast material at www.thousandmovieproject.com, and you can find me on Instagram at thousandmovieproject, all one word. If you'd like to support the show, you can do it in three ways. The first and the easiest, and maybe the best way, is to just share the show with your friends and say a kind word. The second way is to open up iTunes and leave a nice review. The third way, the old-fashioned way, is a donation. If you want to throw some money toward the show, you can do so on Venmo or PayPal, where the show's handle is, again, Thousand Movie Project, all one word. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.